Welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast. My name is Dean. Wait a minute, I'm not Dean. Yeah. Welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast. You've you've been bitten (laughs) by something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dean's ill, so I'm your host this week. Um, Hi guys, how's it going? Uh, It's it's good, Jade Sarson. It feels Um, really odd for you to... It just feels totally weird. Yeah, I normally don't care how you guys are doing, I just... I want to hear recommendations. So, on that note, recommendations, please. Jesus Christ. Oh, we're just blasting she, she through is this. Cutting sharp. Yup. Well, listen, I might be feeling like shit, but um, I had a lot of fun at Comic Con. Um, this might be a little bit of the uh, the lurgy from that, but um, to everyone who came to us at Comic Con and said hello and uh, bought Jade's comics and uh, all that good stuff and chat about the podcast thank you very much it's uh, very very much appreciated and i think to that when i'm shivering in my blankie <laughs> um but yes we we do have a podcast to do and part of that is the recommendations i've been reading a few comics in a my few sleep- more than one wow this is like 200 percent more comics than you've normally read yeah <laughs> in my sleepless stupor i've uh resorted to the bookshelf <laughs> Uh, I've resorted to something we picked up a thought bubble actually. Um, speaking of conventions, excuse me. Uh, I've been reading The Girl and the Glim, uh, mm. which is created and illustrated by India Swift, colored by uh, Michael Doig, uh, lettered by Hassan Otsmane Ithau, and it has a consulting scriptwriter in JP Jordan. And it's such a pretty comic, guys. It's so pretty. Um, because I know Michael and India are animators and they stream a lot and that sort of comes out in this comic like you got these really bouncy uh, expressive characters uh, especially the main character Bridget who moves to a new town uh, moves to a new school and she's doing her best to sort of uh, fit in and make friends and all that typical stuff not get bullied but unfortunately she's quite short so uh, as soon as she writes her name on the blackboard, everyone's like, oh, it's Bridget the Midget. Kicks off from there. Um, but eventually, she uh, finds some weird stuff going on and gets... Uh, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of a... She gets a visitor in this little fluffy glim character. And yeah, as I said, like DR is really nice. Um, as I mentioned, being animators, they know just how to pull and push a face to make it really stand out. The sort of pages themselves as well are really nicely uh, laid out. Like, they're really creative. The colors as well, like, are very expressive. There's moments where she imagines herself to be cooler than than she actually is. And so, like, you got these really vibrant 80s-style colors where she's like, hey, what's up, my good man? I want, where's, where's my classroom? But in reality, she's uh, a blubbering mess. So... Yeah, pick up the uh, the first book, which is what I read. I know they're planning to launch a second one next year, which I'll be absolutely first in queue for. So, yeah, Girl in the Glim. Real nice stuff. Nice. Thank you, Dean. Now now get back to bed. <laughs> Dose up. Uh, while, while he recovers from such a short stint, um, Josh, what have you been reading? Um, I have also been reading a series about someone who goes to a new town and finds things that they might not have expected. Uh-huh. But, in the spirit of the season, it's October. It's Halloween. Ooh. So I've been reading... Ho- Sorry, Karen, please. 
Sorry, no, that's it. That's the only part of the song I know. I've been reading a horror comic. Uh, this is Witches by Scott Snyder on um, writing duties. Uh, Jock cool. on art. Uh, Matt Hollingsworth on colours. And Clem Robbins on letters. Snidey boy. Snidey boy's a uh, pretty big seal of quality there. He is. And this is this is one of his many good horror-based comics. Because I think that's what, kind of where he started. Like a lot of his earlier stuff, you can kind of see was a bit more horror-based. And now he's obviously, mm. he's done Batman. He's done a lot of the big DC stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is all about a um, girl called Sailor who moves uh, with her family, the Rooks, to the remote town of Litchfield in New Hampshire. Um, they've moved because of some kind of trauma that will get revealed as the series goes on. Um, currently, it's actually only six issues. I know that Snyder and Jock are planning on doing some further stuff and they've kind of been doing like little one shots. But like this is like the... There are six issues of this one arc, um, and it is good horror. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Um, like, so, carry on. Uh, I, was, I was just going to say, like, horror comics are sort of making a, a little bit of a comeback. Sort of, they're in vogue now, aren't they? Good, let them come. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, I don't read that many horror comics. Like, I read Ito and, you know, that kind of stuff. And Ito's a good boy. Yeah, but like, so when you say horror, uh, be more specific. Are we talking like gory horror or this suspense? This is gory horror. Ah. Um, there's a l- and and it is really like exemplified in Jock's art. Like mm. it is actually even then it with uh, Hollingsworth's um, colors, they're really quite water based. Like a lot of the color palette, which mm. kind of lends itself quite well to blood splats and kind of just it's a really grimy quite slimy book in places <laughs> um yeah. quite greasy um you can just kind of get that texture from the colors and the art um mm. so yeah i won't mention too much about the, the plot because obviously it's six issues yeah it's, it's called witches so you kind of yeah, guess, so I guess you, you, yeah. you can extrapolate <laughs> you can extrapolate little you know nugs of info mm-hmm. witches horror bloody art Hmm. Wait, uh, if I, if my calculations are correct, yeah, uh, all the great detectives among you will be able to figure it out. But don't figure it out; read it instead. And Good stuff. There's also the promise of more on the way. So I, I guess go. it's nice to jump in at this point, catch up, and then sort of ride that wave mm. as more issues come out. Ride the bloody oh. water-based wave. <laughs> no, I always like that in comics where you get in early and uh, then, like a few issues later, everyone's into it, and you're like, huh. I was here first. It's very shallow Hipster? and hipstery, but <laughs> yeah, um, I was I was like that a little bit when, not to mention it for two episodes in a row when uh, my hero started the uh, anime. Oh, what well, you were just like? I read it first. Yeah, it's just like oh, I know what's coming next. You're gonna really enjoy <laughs> this next episode. Yes, uh, you I were. Guarantee. Jay. Well, I was gonna reading? say that. Um, I think if Chilling Adventures of Sabrina doesn't work out, because I'm. Mm. really not sure if it's going to go how I want it to, then mm. I'll pick up witches. <laughs> good. There you so go. I, I like I like a good bit of spoopy. I, I think you're probably safe with quite a lot of the Archie horror comics at the moment. They're doing quite a ridiculous kind of range of stuff. Mm. I would happily yeah. recommend those as well. There's like Jughead, who's a zombie. Or he's a werewolf, I can't remember which one. Uh, Archie goes mm. to hell at some point. Uh, someone's a vampire as well. It's all good fun. Is, is it a crime if... As a comic artist, I've never read an Archie comic. Mm. Were they really that big in England? Um, I I, I always thought like Archie was kind of like America's Beano. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Correct us if and we're wrong, American listeners, please. Mm. Yeah, um, 
but also if you're a British comic artist and you never never read the Beano, like what the heck, what the <laughs> heck is wrong with you? Did did you read that the Dandy instead? Ah, oh. if not, what the heck is wrong with you? Um, Jay, Jay, yes, yes, yes. What have right. you been reading? <laughs> Sorry, um, gosh, Dean, it's almost like you normally host or something. Um, it pulls me back. <laughs> right, shut up and listen. I've been reading Girl Town by Carolyn Nowak. Mm. Um, you might remember that name because I've recommended her work before. Um, this one is a collection of Nowak's short comics, uh, and they're all themed around women's relationships. Um, to give you a sense of the tone, the first short starts off with three women who lived together ever since getting kicked out of astronaut school for being too good looking to be sent to space. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Go uh, on. An- another one of the shorts is basically the absolute boyfriend follow-up I always wanted. Do you, do you guys know what absolute boyfriend is? Is that, um, an, is that an old manga? It is. It's a very old uh, shoujo series about um, robot lovers, basically. Yeah. Mm. So this is like the way better version of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, because as I mentioned when I recommended her work before, Noak has just the the best talent for portraying just pure thirst (laughs) um like that's not portrayed any better uh than in her book no better words but it's very evident here like in that first story about the reject astronauts one of the girls is in love with one of their neighbors and they're like a rival group of sort of slightly uglier girls but they're all friends but they're also bitchy and it's like this weird complicated but hilarious relationship filled with thirst underneath um Hmm. yeah so like she really gets into like a variety of complex emotions in this book like she's not just going all in on the lust there's like some more complex stuff like in one of the shorts um there's like a pair of fantasy it's like it's like sort of D &D setting um and a pair of like fantasy characters go up to um a, a food stand that's all you can eat but the food's magic and it ends up in like an emotional kind of moment it's hard to describe um but yeah she she goes all over the place with this and it's really deep um and i'm pretty much left wanting to read full length versions of every single one like that's how good they all are mm. um and i didn't mention it last time but i really adore how liquidy the art feels like that's the best word I can think of to describe it. It's like everything from the people to the cars to the furniture has kind of flowed or no, it's like it's like it's globbed its way out of a toothpaste bottle <laughs> and onto the page. That's that's how the art feels. Mm. Uh, it's it's just gorgeous to look at. Um and you'll get to see that when we put up pages from our recommendations next week. Yep. Is that right? It, it is. Actually it's this No, week. it'll be this week. Yeah, In two, two days, days time. time. Yes. <laughs> See, like it's 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 been a long weekend. Yes, Let's we're we're all tired. Dean's the only one that's very ill. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ill, oh. I've got a pr- I've got a pretty ill generator for you guys. Oh boy! Using a little bit of lingo, so it is very close to Halloween. Mm. I was going to say uh, you you two haven't spoke. You haven't really chosen very spooky recommendations. I'm kind of let down. No, I mean. My there's a little bit of like um, creepiness in mind, but it's a little spoilery. I just feel um, like we need a, no, a lot of inspiration to follow up from our last Halloween episode. Oh, no. With that the, beautiful beast. Or the many beasts. Bot. The Inspirabot needs to die <laughs> a death. 
Wait, wait. I'm I'm trying to remember. Oh shit! Was it, it the dentist? It was a it was an animal. Ah. My, my my finest naming moment. Um, oh boy. Our most horrific. Uh, <laughs> just hero of all time. Yikes. I'm 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 sad that you forgot about them. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't forget. I just forgot that they were specific to Halloween. <laughs> They're just horrible permanently. It's not. Specific I chose to, to forget. That. I I elected to uh, expunge it from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this time, uh, I, I'm playing it pretty safe. I've I've got a uh, it's a it's an image macro for a start, which we haven't had in 25 years. <laughs> I thought you had counted out how many episodes it had been since we used an image macro for a moment there. That, it's been I, 24 I, episodes since we I've been used doing this podcast <laughs> since I was three. <laughs> um, if, that's how you get successful in this business. you got to start early. you got to have that backlog. But no, I've got, pure and simple, the Halloween name generator. Okay. What is your Halloween name? Hmm. It's, not, it's not like a vampire name. It's not a werewolf name. It's not the Inspiro Buck giving us some nihilistic uh, jingo. It's just, what is your Halloween name? So are we looking at Spooky Pumpkin Patch? Um, so my one, uh, it's f- uh, first name, le- first name, first letter, so middle name. First oh, so letter. it's a middle name one. Jade, you're going to enjoy this. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're going to come up with some sort of horrific serial killer for, uh, for Jade's name. Go on, give us yours, Dean. Okay, so uh, mine would be Howling Owl Giver. Howling, Howling Owl, owl giver. giver. Yep. Someone is just... <laughs> is someone just Ba-da-ba-da-ba-ba. presenting people with owls that howl? Oh, I'm the one who howls when mm. I give you the owl. <laughs> well, okay, Josh. Um, yep. So you be quiet. Mm. What's your middle name? It begins with C. Uh, quiet Skull. Mm. Oh, God, this... This image macro unfortunately has some very bad textures. So you'd be uh, quiet, skull, giver again. There's two <laughs> givers on this? What? There's two givers. Okay. Quiet, oh, skull, Oh my god, giver. I, can't, I can't believe that Jade is also giver. <laughs> We're the givers, the team of givers. Okay, okay. I'm going to... I just need to check. No, you're not a giver. <laughs> oh. <Are you> a, <laughs> uh, <laughs> something um, taker. <laughs> but being as you're Jay... You're also quiet. Oh, uh, okay, which yeah, w- so hold on, hold on. Uh, okay, which, so... Which one? P-E-B? P, uh, night. Night. Ghost. Ghost. Mist. <laughs> okay. Dreamer. Night, ghost, mist, dreamer. Don't, yeah. get rid of quiet. We, we don't need that bit. Yeah, I mean... Night, ghost, mist, dreamer. That seems too random. That is quite eclectic. Yeah. I mean, like, night, ghost, mist is... At least they're kind of thematic. Like, could, could we do a pair of heroes, the givers, like the the loud one and the quiet one? Yeah, it does work I mean, for a howling and a quiet one. Yeah. So quiet skull and howling owl. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I I like that idea. I hope someone's written this down. By the way. What howling owl and quiet skull? The giver, the giver brothers, or sisters, or siblings. Correct. <laughs> you, could, you, you, could, you could say the giving people, and that just sounds spooky. Ooh. Yeah, just just calling someone like or a group of people just the people or like the the collective. Oh, that's that's a little spooky. So the, the the giving people. Yes, the giving people. Um, are we going for like villains or heroes? Like how how are we feeling? Well, it's it, it is Halloween. Time. Yeah. So. 
Stop, Dean. We're going villains. We've got to go villains. I guess so. I mean, come on. I mean, what kind of hero gives people owls while screaming or gives people screaming owls? Well, I was thinking howling and hooting. They're they're so close together in in letters, but not in sound. So can you just picture an owl hoot turning into a howl? So like, some gaping more. <laughs> it just slowly turns into like a human's mouth as it's howling. Oh and God! Yeah, now that's creepy. Okay, what are who's got some ideas? Hmm. Well, quiet skulls a bit of a naff one, if only because most skulls are quiet. True. I was going to say that perhaps the skull is how they make a mark. So like it, like a calling card, but before. A bad thing happens. Like you open your door and you see a skull, and you're like, "Oh no, I've been targeted." Well, <laughs> are they a time traveling superhero, and they give you your skull from the future? Well, oh yep, God, that's Jesus. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like a quiet skull, just like chilling out in the corner of a dark room, is pretty scary in itself. Like the idea that it's is quiet that, is that scarier than finding your own skull on your front porch, <laughs> though? <sighs> to be honest, if someone showed me my own skull, I would not know. Uh, there would be no way to tell if it was my own skull or not. This this skull could belong to anyone. <laughs> yeah, just like oh look at this spooky thing. Who whose is this? Unless like they tuck your skull and then like your head start deflating like a balloon. Oh god! Like they literally tuck your skull. Really going into the terror territory. Oh, that's very Ito of you. Ooh. I see. I like that. I like that. So it doesn't start happening until you see the skull, and then you're like, I feel weird. It's got a bit of a Dorian Gray effect. You know, as soon as he sees the um, portrait, then he starts aging. Mm. As soon as he sees the skull, your head starts deflating. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everything else in your head's fine. Like, your eyes stay in place. Your your brain's still there. You just... It is a bit OP, though. You think? Just a smidge. Mm. Unless you've got a gelatinous hero, not much you can do against him. Can't... What are you going to do when they steal your skull? Right? Yeah... But then, like, you can still see and you can still think and you can still <laughs> plan. That's even worse. Something. I just pictured something. You remember the classic Ito story about the guy who has to hold his head in place? Mm, red turtleneck. When his, yeah, when his neck gets cut. Uh, what if you have to, like, hold the skin of your head and your eyes, like, and your brain in place? Like, you have to hold everything up? There you go. What if you're constantly trying to blow your head up like a balloon? <laughs> Once it's gone, you've constantly got your thumb in your mouth just blowing. Yeah, you're gear seconding your mouth. Yeah. Um, see, I when you said that, Jade, I sort of imagine someone pinching their ears and just pulling their whole head up mm-hmm. like that. See, listen, li- life doesn't end when your skull gets removed. Mm. That's the oh, kind of tattoo. What if it's like that really terrible, gross moment in Harry Potter where Gilderoy Lockhart fucks up Harry's arm and removes all the bones and it's just like gooey? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, so your head doesn't deflate, it becomes gooey and very easy to damage because you have no skull to protect your brain. Yep. Wait a s- Hold on. We're going about this the wrong way. Oh. It's quite gu- skull giver, not taker. Oh, yeah, uh, whoops, yeah. whoops, yep, yeah, whoops. Mm. We, we were on the wrong side of this transaction. Mm. But I thought the idea was they give you the skull and then the stuff happens. Oh, mm. that's true. Unless, unless that's not like sort of hitting that, that sort of golf it's, it's, ball. It's, it's kind of odd that they would take your skull and then give it back to you. I mean, that's just like, just being a dick, I guess. Like, it's impractical. It's a villainous move. 
Unless um, there was something up. See, like, my, in my cold, dazed mind, all I can imagine is some sort of Green Goblin-esque character throwing schools at people. No, and, no, no, no. I was picturing I, someone who has, like, a, basically a skeleton in a, in a formal suit um, that mm, doesn't, mm, like, mm, stay at the scene of the crime. They can see what happens when someone opens their door to the skull, but... I would picture them as not being a particularly strong villain. Hmm. I know what they do. Okay. Because we've got to remember that these two work together. Yes. Yeah. Using some sort of skull-based instrument doesn't... I mean, I don't mean like a trombone with a skull on the end. (laughs) I mean some sort of skull-based item. Okay. They take your voice through the skull. Right. And put and funnel it through a howling owl. Okay. Which then projects right. the voice in some sort of catastrophic sound noise. Or they use voice recognition technology at, say, banks. That that also works. I mean, I was just going for destruction, but they probably have, could. They probably could use an, it in more ingenious ways. I have an excellent and ingenious uh, tool that the skull could be attached to. So mm-hmm. you know those those poles with the the square handles, and you squeeze the handle, and like a hand grabs. Picture that, <laughs> but with a skull on the end, and it's like. <laughs> I have to say, uh, guys, like so far, these like villains, these Halloween special villains, are just kind of petty. There's like, nothing wrong with petty villains. You I'm, know, I'm not... my favorite villains are petty. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying there's anything wrong, but like this, this is Halloween. We. We gotta kick it up a notch. We gotta mm. really push the boat out, push do the we, skull out. Do we? Because like you're not in charge this week. Oh. I'm in charge. Oh. What are you even oh. doing to try to control this conversation, Dean? Yeah. Oh, so- <coughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God, he's spitting up blood. Well, oh, jeez. <laughs> he's I'll the true victim. I'll just be here. My my head feels weird as well. Like they've already stolen his voice <laughs> and they've taken his skull. <laughs> Yeah, some guy came at the door and gave me like this novelty like Halloween uh, decoration, and now my head feels weird. No. Oh God, he's deflating. All right, okay, okay. Coming back, we're having some petty villains. All right, if they get more, I don't know, complex as the episode goes on, we'll get to that when we get to it. But so let me let me recap mm-hmm. how I understand. Why are you recapping? <laughs> Because he's on flu brain, so every 10 minutes he needs a reminder of where he is oh, and what's going on. Okay, carry on. Okay, bit by Radioactive Podcast, Jay, Josh. Anyway, so <laughs> as far as I can gather, we have a pair of villains. One steals a voice with like a Poundland toy with a skull yes. on the end. And then they project the voice back out with an owl. Yes. And we're using that to do crime. Correct. Just like... Oh, I can, I can get uh, Siri to react on your phone without you even using your own voice. Sound just... is incredibly versatile, Dean. Also, have you fucking seen The Little Mermaid? Look how much Ursula fucked up just by having a hot young voice. But like, this voice is coming out of an owl, not like a a, a sexy sea witch. Okay, but use your imagination. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying really oh, hard. Your head hurts too much. Just take take a rest. Take a rest. So. Where do we go from um, stealing the voice to projecting it out of the owl? Let's think of some scenarios it could be useful in. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, it could just be versatile in that it's applications for just like 
brutal sound, just kind of yeah. y- yanking an owl and wait, no, that was the wrong turn of phrase. <laughs> um, Are you thinking like Black Canary style, where sometimes yeah, they'll just part like Black screech. Canary, yeah, um, like just stealing sound and then just sticking it through like a megaphone, basically. Well, I do like well, the idea that you could use like you don't even have to stick it to the owl. <laughs> wait, no, that's wrong again. Well, you don't, you don't even have to give it to the owl. You could use the skull as ah. Oh, was there a Disney film where they used to have a skull that was like a phone? I vaguely um, remember that, yes. Can't think what, though. Skull phone. Mm. It's like a skull, and then whenever like someone like rang through and the skull just starts moving as though they're talking to the person. Oh, that sounds familiar, yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah. It, was in, it wasn't a Disney film, but Disney did dub it. It was Spirited Away. Oh! Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it was your barber's phone. Hmm. Yes, it was. Oh. So we can kind of do a Ubaba's phone kind of deal. Mm. So then we can kind of project the voice through there and use it to, like, say, get into bank vaults for voice recognition. Sure. Sign people up for bank loans. Like, how petty are <laughs> they going to be? Well, I'm thinking it could be a case of it's not just how they, how our villains use the voice afterwards, but just the act of taking someone's voice away from them is fucking petty as hell. So we, we watched this uh, Goosebumps episode last night. <laughs> there was about it was literally about Halloween and uh, trick or treating, and two of two of the kids ended up being aliens that just come back to Earth every Halloween to eat some people. Oh, so what if we kind of uh, just straight up stole that, and a couple of these villains are Halloween only villains? So they come around, they trick or treat a little bit. It looks like they're in a shitty Poundland costume with a shitty Poundland grabby thing. Um, this episode is sponsored by Poundland. Um, mm-hmm. And the first person who doesn't give them, you know, treats or insults their costume, insults their skull, gets their voice stolen. And that's like a whole Halloween adventure. They have to appease the villains to get their voice back. Jade. Yes. Can I take this idea and potentially kick it up, kick it up a notch or two? Sure. Kick it up. <laughs> Mercy. Um what if the hello like the I like the trick or treat idea like just full on pet this petty as hell like um, but what if they use that as a cover what if they went around trick or treating in order to find out where very important people live sure and then steal their voice to do criminal doodads yeah for example you you're going around you're knocking you find like a very nice house you knock on the door and who's that it's a bank manager gonna steal the voice of the bank manager and then next day i'm gonna um use my use a telephone and my little grabby poundland toy with the skull on the end and say give all the money to this account please that's how banks work right oh i don't think they can do it the next day i think it literally has to be a halloween thing yeah it has to. like we're going cinderella on it and at the end of it they turn into yeah a toy owl and a plastic skull yeah okay so they're haunted toys Excellent. Okay. Here we go. This We're getting the match. Let's go. We're like half an hour into an episode. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. <laughs> this is a fuck. This is a twister of a story of a idea. So they're ha- they're haunted toys now. Yep. Yes. They're possessed toys. They're Keep up, Dean. Making some sort of into some. I don't know. They're, they're, I don't know if they've stolen a costume or if they manifest a costume. They manifest as like a skeleton person and a little the- girl holding an owl. Like a creepy shining type girl. Do you mean the, the, the ring girl? Of time. 
Mm, that's too creepy. Pull it back. Pull it back. There aren't, there aren't any girls in The Shining. Yeah, there are. What? What the twins? Oh, the twins. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. I'm Dumb a dummy. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll edit that out. <laughs> no, you're keeping that in. <laughs> so we've got the Shining girls who are definitely in The Shining. Um, yeah. Holding an owl. Oh, could, could there actually be two girls holding an owl? If you want. I mean, the owl is still kind of the. <gasps> yes. Conduit. Okay. Okay. So the skeleton person goes around with the two girls, and their their hands are on the girls' like backs, ushering them up the steps to each house. Like these are my girls. I'm just you know chaperoning them around. Oh Aren't God! They're the quiet cute? skull. Mm-hmm. Oh jeez. This is our pet owl. Isn't it pretty? It likes eating mice and hawks up uh, pellets. So, okay, so let's walk through this. So our skull and owl have manifested and they start walking the streets trick-or-treating. They go up to a few houses and then they hit one that's of, say, give me an example. of Not not a bank, man. Um, an army general. There you go, an army general. Oh, we're going full, like, going to launch a missile. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say fire the nuclear missile. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, okay. So they're up to, you know, they've walked past the really shitty um, British flag, English flag. That's what would be on the lawn of a shitty military person. Um, and they knock on the door and they go through the whole spiel. You know, these are my, these are my daughters, aren't they cute, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they ascertain the identity of this person. What happens? Josh. Uh, is the general hypnotized by the owl's eyes in any way? Well, now that we have to do that. Yep. Okay. (laughs) And then, so maybe like the owl just opens their opens their little beak, and then Mm -hmm. it just keeps on getting bigger and bigger, (laughs) and then (laughs) it's just like a gaping more, and then it just kind of like sucks metamorphoses into a human mouth. Mm. It turns into a human mouth, Josh. This is Halloween. We're not fucking around. But can the human mouth be inside the beak? Okay, and then it grins. So like you've got a little beak, and then just like you see these like. Cheshire cat teeth kind of appear. Yeah, like like a Don Bluth owl with a mouth that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, one of those kind of things. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, so we've got that, and then I'm not sure about how the taking of the voice would work if we're going to go like Little Mermaid kind of. Da da da. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, little like musical note type hooey. Mm, or um, no, it's Halloween. Make it horrific. Make it horrific. Um... What the <laughs> kiss the owl. Uh... <laughs> Does the human mouth come out of the owl's own mouth like alien and just gives him a good old smooch and just (laughs) takes their voice? That's it. Oh, God. You made it horrific. Christ. um, I was just picturing... Yes, I I was just picturing um, the general or military whatever person just talking and talking until their sounds start to sound more like screeches. Oh, God. You know? And mm. then they actually oh. scream because they're like, what the fuck is going on? And then and with a- the scream, then they can take the voice. Yeah, as they're screaming, it, it just gets sucked out until they're completely silent. Quiet, you might say. Oh, that's a word of one of the names. Yeah, so, so then our villains, they trot off to... Um, perhaps they actually just fucking storm the house. Maybe, maybe they storm in because they need you know a direct line, so they call up... One eight hundred. They've they've yeah. got like a red phone that has a little flashing light on it. Yeah, yeah. Need, You know, one of those. Um, I mean, boop, 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 I was, is this army base? <laughs> I was thinking because like after they left, what would stop like army general going over to exactly their partner just be, being yeah. 
like write a letter oh i don't have my voice some mm. owl stole it mm. uh, a skeleton broke my hands <laughs> uh an owl ate my phone so my then it becomes phone. so after that it becomes a home invasion yes kind of horror truly, so we're, we're, truly we're, horror. Gonna, <laughs> we're gonna touch a couple of little horror little niches here so we've got a I bit of body horror that. we've got a bit of mm-hmm. just spoopy horror and now we've got some of that home invasion horror that we used to get from like the 70s and 80s that's good mm-hmm. stuff i i literally can't believe it like we've created these like oh we went through the process of coming up with, with this ridiculous power and then at the end it's just they break down the door violence yeah. is scary too <laughs> I mean, it's the universal well, no horror. if anything they don't even need they, w- they don't need to break down the door like it, honestly if you if you're at your door you've just had your voice stolen by these two girls an owl and this skull-looking fella, mm-hmm. and they just start walking towards you. Like, you're going to immediately step backwards. And you're just going to keep on stepping backwards. Um, so, not to ruin everything that we've just done. Jade, not again. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but we, we mentioned the very excellent uh, Poundland skull toy on a, on a stick, mm. and then didn't use that to steal the voice. No, we didn't. Um, <laughs> it's cut. We're cutting no! it. No! <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to cut it. I mean, we can probably try and incorporate it somewhere. Mm. Uh, the, the Quiet Skull is just the the the, the father father uh, father figure in this now, isn't it? Well, in the like originally, it was going to be Skull takes it, Owl uses it. Maybe mm. Owl steals it, Skull uses it. Okay, that works. So then basically, um, old Skull, Skull Boy, Skull Fella, mm-hmm. Skull Person. They just point their Poundland skull toy at a phone, clench the hand mechanism, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then just the skull just starts talking. Yeah, and like then, in Spirited Away where it goes da-da-da-da. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it could just do that, and then they'll utilize it that way. I'm not sure, I'm still not sure how they get from get it between the owl and the skull. I just can't figure that magic. out. Magic! Oh. Scary Halloween magic. Hocus yeah. pocus. Mm-hmm. Oogie boogie and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, I was going to ask about motivations and stuff, but these are Halloween... They're petty Halloween villains. Like, why they does Chucky care? <laughs> um, well, I've never seen Chucky. Why does he care, Josh? Hmm? What, what, what's the deal with Chucky? It's just a, just a doll, mate. Just a doll. There you go. Oh. So, these are just toys. They're just, just shitty plastic just toys. Just benevolent, spirit-based toys. In fact, we could have that trope as well, that when someone comes to investigate... Uh, the, the break-in or well the disturbance and the military guy is silent and gesturing wildly all people can see is a toy skull and a toy owl and they're like sweet halloween decorations and leave <laughs> oh and, and, bum, 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 and, bum. no no before that little little bit of like synth comes in like <laughs> either like the howl the owl winks at the camera or like <laughs> the skull just kind of chatters <laughs> and then suddenly fade to black bup, 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 bup. Thank you very much for listening to us pitch our idea for a new Goosebumps book. Because that's pretty much what we've accidentally done right now. Yeah, pretty much. This goes nowhere. Come on. These are just petty villains that fucking wreck people's Halloween night. They fuck off with all the, the all the snacks as well. I mean, really, wasn't just, just wasn't inanimate? Wasn't inanimate? That was kind of petty. Guy yeah. just, collect, no, like, guy just collected teeth. Like, he had no big plan. He was all about like science and like forwarding like the the human mouth. You know, he had he had ambitions. He had dreams. Yeah, I guess he had motivation. 
this this guy, Scully Boy and Owlface, they're just Owlface and Scully Boy have got motivations <laughs> is to cause as much mischief as possible in twenty four yeah. hours. Oh, oh, here we go. It's <gasps> okay, just... okay, okay. I did it. I figured it out. Eleven way better way Jays. of doing this. She's here. <sighs> okay. Fuck off the bank manager and the military idea. They break into people's houses, steal the voices so that they can literally fuck up people's night by talking to their family members. Like, picture, they've stolen this person's voice. Um, say, like, a dad has opened the door. They've stealed the guy's voice. And the guy yeah. goes back in unaware that his voice has been stolen. And he opens his mouth to talk to his husband and then no sound comes out except wait there is sound that is his voice but it's not coming from his mouth and he's saying something really shitty to his partner oh no right and wait 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 wait. wacky fight ensues there's a flaw in this how would you not be aware that you got kissed by an owl (laughs) oh oh well i took out the kiss (laughs) i guess uh, just like, oh, can I give give the owl a little kiss? <laughs> I was on my way home and just this owl just flew straight into my face, gave me a smooch and flew off. I, I rather enjoyed the experience. <laughs> but do you think that would be more more interesting, like, if their thing is to just steal people's voices and then use them to cause mischief? Just using them to ruin lives. Just prattling yeah, like, people, ordering yeah, loads of cakes and they're not like... paying for them. <laughs> yes, ordering pizzas upon pizzas. <laughs> I didn't order these 20 Hawaiian pizzas with no cheese. No, no say, stop. cheese left beef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say they start, like, you know, hijacking their Twitter account and tweeting really bad things. But you don't need your voice yeah, to do that. you don't need your voice to do that, dear. Um, maybe they do stuff like really fuck up kids Halloween as well. So, like, mum's being like, no, get, get out of that costume and upstairs to clean your room. And it's like actually coming from the mouth of a mum that spent hours sewing that costume. <laughs> oh, bum 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 bum. <laughs> that that. That's the rest of this episode. That's the next like twenty minutes. Just us. Do they the do they get defeated? Thing. No. Mm. They never. Okay, just these unbeatable shit villains that we've come up with. I mean, you don't really need to beat them. They just, they just cause a bit of mischief. They're not robbing yeah. any banks or anything. They're just ordering a bunch of pizza. They're not, like, getting the attention of any superheroes. They are truly the spirit of Halloween. Okay, Josh. Okay. (laughs) I can't wait until our Christmas episode where it's just a superhero that leaves gifts. It's just the spirit of Christmas, isn't it? I mean, that is kind of that Grant Morrison Santa Claus comic. Okay, why to appease Dean, why don't we come up with a scenario where these two idiot, petty Halloween villains who aren't really strong enough to take on a superhero, do trick-or-treat at a superhero's house. <laughs> here we go. Let's pick a maybe, hero. Pick a hero. Maybe, uh, what, one of our heroes? Or? Yeah, one of our heroes. Uh, they're trick-or-treating. No. Oh. I know what we need to do. What? I'm getting a random name, random number generator. Ah. Okay, so between 1 and six, uh, 60, who remembers what episode 31 is? Because I don't. No, I'm looking it up now. Oh, it's the Super Saiyan name generator. Oh. It, what one's that? Uh, uh, emotional talk punch person. Oh. Vegeta. Vegeta. Um, mood swing. Yeah. Yeah, mood but, swing. Ah. Well, that, that wasn't their name, was it? No, but they had a, an ability called mood swing, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I drew that on the illustration. <laughs> here's, here's me being a bad host. All I remember 
was emotional talk, mood swing. They had a lizard girlfriend. Yes. Okay. Who was also a villain. Yeah. So they're having a date <laughs> night, watching some scary films when these little shits come up to their door. Oh shit. Okay. And well, honestly, that's just gonna be a really easy one. I f- like. I guess that like mood. Not not if the lizard villain joins in on the pranks. Mm, I was, yeah. I was just gonna say that. Mood swing gets really annoyed, ends up mood swinging the skull and just knocking their skull off into like a nearby field. Mm. Give me, give me another another number. We're, we're going trick or treating on our own superheroes this episode. Yeah, let's let's keep let's keep it going. They all live within a good vicinity to make this believable. <laughs> okay, so okay, uh, we've got thirty eight, which is first name and a weapon. Ah, okay. So, so that that's that was uh, Pascal the Ketterine. turning up again. They only just turned Love up it. recently. But I'm all for bringing that character back in as many ways as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How would some trick-or-treaters deal with a person who can turn into an axe at will? Um, are they an axe when the trick-or-treaters arrive? No, obviously. They wouldn't open the door as an axe. <laughs> okay. Do they, do they just go into the house thinking that it's empty when there's just a precarious axe just laying on the table? <laughs> just an axe on the sofa watching Netflix. No, um, no, the axe just keeps... This This is, like, how they spend Halloween. Kids open the door because it's open a smidge, so kids are like, oh, is, hello, is mm. there anyone home? Creak. And they're like, huh, there's just there's just an axe lying here. And as they wander through the house, you just hear... <laughs> as an axe flings itself into walls. Oh, my God. They, they Not take, intending to hurt them, but they <laughs> take them. They take the axe with them trick-or-treating and just doing all their mischief. And Pascal's just trying to figure out the right time to just turn back in and try and arrest him. Oh, I love that. I love that Ooh. a lot. Or, um, alternate story, uh, Pascal a- opens the door in human form and it says, oh, have some candy. But as the owl opens up his mouth and its human lips come out to kiss him, uh, they just turn into an axe, just like flop on the floor. Ding, 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 ding. And they're like, oh, um, what what, but, what do we but do then now? They, but then they know that Keteria is a Keteria and they won't take it with them. And also, I don't think Pascal can just turn straight into an axe. I believe they have to do the patented arm motion. They have to fling themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then, yeah, they they just hide until the most opportune time to... Um, yeah, they the just head. they get taken along for the ride. <laughs> it, it could be that like every time that they go up to a door, like the owl starts opening its beak, and Pascal's just there thinking, "Yeah, this is it. This is the moment. They're going to do something weird." And then like the person who's about to get their soul voice stolen gets called away, and the owl just closes its beak and like, "Oh, <laughs> never mind." And yeah, and that's basically <laughs> just how the entire night goes. Uh, give me another number. Oh Christ on a bike. Uh, yeah, one more. That wasn't an episode, by the way. Christ on a bike. But it could be <laughs> the Christ and the bug name episode <laughs> four, which is Travel Express, I believe. Oh. So good luck trick or treating a train. How do you steal a train's voice? Well, I uh, know that's the thing. They'll go to steal um, the voice of Travel Express, but because Travel Express is like a, a cyber ghost of the train itself, mm-hmm. they don't steal shit. And then the train. The train, the true hero, fights back against them. Or, wait, or alternatively, maybe they steal, just through Hocus Pocus magic, they do steal Travel Express's voice. And then they go to the local train station and keep making bullshit announcements with a train, like, voice over voice. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Worst Halloween, worst day in anyone's life. Or they just open their mouth and the only sound that comes out is, uh... (laughs) 
I was going to say a similar thing that maybe Travel Express is... I'm not sure what these kids are doing in a post-apocalyptic world where only this train is powering it. But This is an AU. This is a Halloween <laughs> AU. Well, also in this Halloween AU, Travel Express is dressed up as a ghost train for all the little kiddies <laughs> in this city. Yeah. And uh, Quiet Skull and Howling Owl, because we should probably say their names a bit more often, um, have gone onto this train to cause mischief and annoy some kids. And maybe like... Every time that the train stops for like their stop, they've stolen the conductor's voice, so they're saying a different yeah. stop, and all that kind of mischief. Confuses people. Out. Yeah, oh I like God. it. Also, I've just realized uh, a perfect way to end this, so mm. do we want to do anything else before I do the perfect ending? I'm satisfied. No, I'm good. Okay, um, we did touch on the fact that they are the givers. Mm-hmm. So these these aren't villains to be defeated. Yes, Keteria stops their mischief eventually, but they're not killed, they're not put in prison, they because they're not people to be arrested. They are the givers of a good spoopy time. Yeah. They I, they are the givers of mischief. What would Halloween be without a bit of mischief? They're the spirits well of said, Halloween. Jay. Yes. But then, if they launch nuclear missiles or like no no like none of that we we retconned <laughs> that that's not happening. Uh, then thank you all so much for listening. That to sounds us. like hosting uh, duties, Dean. Excuse me. <coughs> oh, God. More blood. Hold on. Here it comes. Here comes an owl stealing your voice. Okay. It kissed, it kissed ah. you. Um, so, oh, yeah. Hosting. I can do that. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye, I guess. Is that how it works? Oh, wait, no. I need to do my thing. Don't oh, forget. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. What, what you do is if you, you say, like, Oh, if you want to help us, then all you've got oh, to do yeah. is then you I have linger. to awkwardly, yeah, I have to awkwardly trail off. Then so I re- that you can, then I remember. Yeah. Got it, got it. Oh wait, I forgot. Um, uh, trains are good for getting to a place where I can say a segue. <laughs> Did I do it right, Dean? Amateur hour. Oh, sorry. Amateur hour. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not made for hosting. <laughs> okay, if you want to help us out, then what you can do is you can leave us an iTunes review, um, or a SoundCloud review. Um, basically telling us how to do hosting duties properly. Yeah. Um, that's one review that you could do if you felt like it. Five stars. It was very good, but the hosting could be a bit tighter sometimes with a bit less weather and allergies. I don't, mm. don't know. Or uh, travel ones. Mm. No, a few more travel ones, I feel. Um, yeah, whatever name you leave on there, we'll chuck into an image macro or an episode, just an episode in general. You'll have an entire episode dedicated to yourself. Mm. Wow. Which is very good. Um Jay. Jade, say you two can be a hero. I will, I will. But, but first, get, I just I'll need to, to mention that. that we've also got our Twitter account, BBR underscore podcast, where you can talk to us, see our recommendations on a Wednesday. Following Monday, we'll also have an illustration. Yeah, when I'm not being a very bad host, I <laughs> also do illustrations. Yep. You can get your own Heroes Illustrated if you want, just shameless plug there. <laughs> um, yeah, so Wednesday's recommendations, look out for those. And also just... We never really say this, but we, we ask for reviews a lot, but it would also be really helpful if you just tell a friend about yeah. the podcast. Oh, vocal reviews. Because you too can be our hero. Oh, oh I like twist. that one, Jade. I, I, Close this I puppy down. I brought it back in the end. Uh, y- you have been bitten by a radioactive spooky podcast. Uh, I'm Jade. Um, I'm Dean the uh, owl boy McKnight. Uh, that was my hero, right? <laughs> and I'm Josh <laughs> Randall.
I'm going to go rest for a thousand years. Good night. Only to awaken for next Halloween. Enjoy your... Jesus Christ.